and welcome back to the What Is Life Dude podcast. We are Sarah and Eric. Welcome back. We are recording this episode from our new room in San Diego. California, baby. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, I figured that we would spend this, um, well, we've only been living here for two days, right? Mm-hmm. The entire past week has honestly been a blur. Um, so I, I figured we would kind of just take this episode to recap the mayhem of our moving week and kind of update you guys on where we are now. Yeah, I think we've, I think in one of the last or latest episodes, we talked about the the first moving mishap with the moving truck and <laughs> the trailer, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was more. Right. There was, there's always more. Yeah. So do we want to just dive in right now? I feel a little like disoriented. Like you feel like you don't know how to podcast? Yeah, yeah. We're both still a little bit like exhausted from the move, from the road trip. And it's not even like we banked podcast episodes. Like, right. Probably like, should have. Like, it's not like we haven't recorded in a few weeks. Um, yeah, we're just, we're wiped. Yeah. And I just, I, th- I feel like my brain just feels very disorganized because. We're not fully moved in. As you may know, if you listen to our previous episodes, we ended up putting all of our stuff in a pod, a moving pod. So we don't have most of our belongings yet. Should be here on Friday uh, if all goes to plan. <laughs> um, Which so it won't. <laughs> one hopes it will. I feel like not much more can go. I, I don't want to say wrong because it's interesting. We've talked about this, that I, I think all of the quote unquote mishaps have kind of led us to a better result. In the long run, right? Things aren't going wrong. They're going differently. We're being nudged by the universe in the right direction. <laughs> or what we hope is the right direction. Right. Um, so before we dive into it, we want to give a little shout out to our monthly supporters on Anchor. And you can be one of those people too. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Inga Pfeiffer, Alex May, Kevin Dooley, Nina Schmidt, Izzy, Anna Dorica, and Sarah Creighton. Thank you for your monthly donation to keep our podcast and hopes and dreams alive. Yeah, thank you so much. I always say we use it to support our music projects. Um, And what was I going to say? I just completely blanked out here. Was it about champagne? Maybe. No, it wasn't. We are drinking champagne right now. We um, About an hour out from arriving in San Diego along our road trip, we stopped at a Target to uh, grab a snack and take a whiz <laughs> and uh wow it's crass <laughs> take a little whiz really go to the whiz palace yeah exactly exactly okay. um and i we can't buy um anything but beer at uh grocery stores in colorado which only started becoming legal or only became legal like two years ago right so i'm strolling around this target in california Temecula, to be specific. And uh, I remembered that you can buy champagne and wine and all manner of of spirits at grocery stores there. So I picked up a tiny, tiny little um, bottle of Chandon champagne. (laughs) And I was like, we'll we'll crack this tonight and celebrate moving in. And then we were both just so exhausted. We didn't end up doing that. Uh, So a couple days later, and we're drinking it for the podcast. We thought it would be apropos yeah why do people say apropos and not just appropriate uh it's, it's fancy is it french but or is maybe? it just some like franchised franchised american slang you know I, I really can't answer that i don't know please someone tell us if you listen to this should we dive in <laughs> yes okay so 
let let's just give let's just give you listeners a timeline mm-hmm. on how last week was supposed to go. All right, so this comes out on a Wednesday. It's currently the Tuesday, the day before this comes out. While we're recording this. Yes. So we're gonna rewind one week and one day to last Monday. We said Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Our pod, our pod is arriving on Monday. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We're gonna load the pod. We're gonna donate stuff. We're gonna mm-hmm. throw stuff out. We're gonna clean. We're gonna fill our cars. Yes. We had to sell our couch too. Because we had intended on storing our couch and then coming back to Colorado at some point and collecting it. But because we had the whole um, hitch debacle and ended up having to put everything in a pod, we figured let's just sell our couch. We'll have a fresh start uh, when we end up moving out into our own place. So we didn't sell the couch until, was it Tuesday? Yeah. Or Wednesday? It took pretty much the last minute for us to find a buyer for it. And I only ended up, because Eric had posted it on Craigslist, and I only ended up finding a buyer by downloading the OfferUp app, which I never used before. But I was like, okay, well, this probably isn't going to work because I've, I don't know, I've never really used the app before. But I um, uploaded the couch onto that. And then since I was new to the app, they gave me like a three-day free trial period of like their premium plan, which promotes... Premium, premium yeah, shit. <laughs> which promotes your listing for you instead of you having to pay for it to come up to the top of search results so i was like okay well i only need three days so i only have three days (laughs) yeah yeah so um i was like it's worth a try right because worst case scenario we have to rent a truck and bring the uh the couch to goodwill but we ended up finding a buyer which was great right at the in the in the nick of time yes so monday was fine we recorded last week's episode of the podcast. It feels like so much longer. It feels like months. Mm-hmm. Um, which, is, which, is pro- which is probably why you don't feel as fresh doing the podcast. Because yeah. last week feels like months ago. Right. So Monday was fine. Tuesday was fine. Lots of Goodwill runs. Yes. On Tuesday, we went to Good- Goodwill and we were like, okay, that's it. That's all the stuff for Goodwill. We filled up Eric's big SUV twice full of stuff. And donated everything. Uh, and we're like, okay, well, we're not going to have to uh, come back here, right? Because we're bringing everything else with us. Wrong. Wrong. We we ended up having, like, another full car load, yeah? Mm-hmm. So I guess the moral of the story here is, well, I don't know what the typical age, I don't know the demographics of our listeners. I, I would wager that it's kind of the same as sarah's vegan kitchen which is like mostly like 18 to 34 year old people (laughs) Um, you you can say women (laughs) yeah is it mostly women um our podcast is 90 percent female listeners oh eric just pulled open our uh, demographics on anchor shout out to our eight percent male one (laughs) percent non-specified and two percent non-binary folks shout out you comprise the other 10 percent that are not women so I don't know how, I mean, this was my first move that was like this intense. I've always, like, I've lived alone since, you know, I moved out for college, but I never really acquired that much stuff. And like, we talked about a couple of episodes back about the most important things we've learned here in Colorado. One of mine was like, I went into full on nesting mode and I thought that like to be an adult, you had to have like certain things and your house needed to look a certain way. And so we just had all of these, you know, belongings we didn't really 
need or use or get much joy out of. So um, my what I learned there was that makes moving really difficult. <laughs> and I just wasn't prepared at all for how long it would take or, you know. So fast forward to Wednesday, the day before we were planning on leaving. So the pod's getting picked up Thursday morning. Thursday, we were going to finish cleaning up and leave at like 10, 10 mm-hmm. in the morning. Noon right? at the latest was our plan. So Wednesday's winding down. The pod is not, it's not, the pod is like ready to be packed. We kind of didn't want to pack it until we knew everything that was going in there. Right. Cause we didn't want to have to rejigger everything too much to get it all to fit. Right. So our buddy Jeremy was like, <laughs> Hey, can I come say goodbye to you guys? And I was like, yeah, will you help me just like organize the pod and like maybe lift some heavy things? Like everything's already in the garage. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to like help me move stuff out of the house. Like I'm not asking you to be, I'm not being that guy. Just give me some free labor, you know, one last time. But it like wasn't, it wasn't hard labor. (laughs) Right. It was more like, just like help me see where things will fit in this pod. And he was like, yeah, of course. So he comes over at 630 and he's like, I don't know how to do this. Why'd you ask me? And I'm like, oh, you're smart. You'll figure it out. (laughs) <laughs> You'll be good at it. You'll like it. And he's like, okay, fine, whatever. And then we start doing it and he gets really into it. He's like, this could go here. This can go here. And over the next hour and a half, we get everything in the pod perfectly. Yeah. It's like stuffed. It's tall. Nothing's going to rattle around and break, hopefully. Meanwhile, I'm in the kitchen, which is by far our most like, I it's I don't want to say messy, but it's our most used room stocked there's the most things in it there's the most mess to clean up because for all the other rooms for the most like maybe the bathrooms we needed to do a little bit of a deep clean but for all the other rooms like we just kind of vacuumed and pretty much everything was fine once we emptied them we took like these uh tough wipes and wiped the walls and stuff because there were like fingerprints on doors and yeah stuff and other than that and vacuuming that's really it yeah and can i just say I mean, I don't, I feel like we've mentioned our landlords before, but they were really great landlords to have and we didn't have to, cause like I've moved out of like apartment complexes before where not only do they not give us back our security deposit, but they charge us extra and there was no reason that should have been the case. And the security deposit was like a month's rent. Yeah. <sighs> so we, I, I just, I didn't want to leave the house in a shitty state for them so we really did try to clean up as much as possible but they also they sent us a text today and they were like thank you for leaving the house in such great condition and we were like oh thank god yeah because we were like afraid since we were in such a rush that we didn't really do that good of a job even though it felt like the hardest work we'd ever done (laughs) because we were so beat yeah so that's good it's good to know Well, i'm glad to know that oh i was like last minute like doing an oven cleaning and that is truly a mess and like deep cleaning the fridge and just, you know, so um, that's what I was working on while they, cause that's what we had left to the very last minute. Cause it was just the most overwhelming like part of our move. So that's what I was working on while they were out there stocking the pod. So we get that done. And we wouldn't have finished on time if we hadn't had that extra help. So yeah, I told him I was like, "Can we Shout Venmo you Jeremy. like ten dollars?" And he's like, no, "Just, no, no, just ten. No. I wh- <laughs> first of all, he said, "Absolutely not." Okay, what, we're gonna send him what, a gift what would you card or something. I don't know, like fifty bucks. Okay, well. I probably wouldn't use Venmo though. You know, I'd probably sell him. 
can probably send him a. <laughs> this episode uh, sponsored by Zelle Quick Pay. No, it's, it's absolutely not. It'd be cool if it was. Do you think, wouldn't it be funny if they didn't zell us for a sponsorship? Like I if mean, they use some other PayPal. sort of, they PayPal us, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so we would have been absolutely screwed if Jeremy hadn't helped us. Um, so the pod's ready to go for the next day and we're like, okay, we'll just, we'll gather up the rest of the stuff tomorrow morning and we'll... Stuff our mattress in there because we, we had our mattress on the floor. And um, we were just going to throw it in there because they tell you to like kind of create a barrier mm. in front of the door so that if things shift during the move, that there's something there. Um, you know, you don't want anything in a weird position that's going to prevent the door from opening. Yeah. So we put our mattress in there last minute. It's like so. a nice little cushion by the by the door. Yeah. So it didn't it didn't go like that. <laughs> just not. I'm like, I feel. Do you feel like stressed and anxious just talking about it? No, I feel it it almost at this point feels surreal because it, it's like i think i even told you this it's like when you're I, <laughs> we did a lot of hiking in colorado not a lot compared to other people who actually like hiking but i really tried to get into hiking for the longest time and i hiked a couple 14ers right and there's always this period like in the middle of the 14ers where i'm just like is this ever going to end and yeah. you kind of have to just like numb yourself and like look down and just take, put one foot in front of the other. And you're like, if I just keep doing this, like one day it will be over. But you can't think too hard about it or it becomes unbearable. That's kind of how I felt throughout the entire thing. I was like, I know this is going to end. I know we're going to be fine. But like, I I don't know. Like when I think back on it, I'm like, did I really do that? At least with the 14 or you can see where the end is. And you can turn around. Yeah, and you could turn around and see where the other end is. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of felt like that, but I also felt like I couldn't possibly see how we were going to get all of our stuff out of the house and, some, and to somewhere else. Yeah. And um, we had some sort of like, so each of us wears a Garmin watch and I got like something like 15,000 steps each of those days that we were packing and cleaning. Which is pretty crazy. And we were not eating regularly, like, because the house was just in this crazy state of disarray. And so we were just like... We didn't have any time. We didn't have yeah. time to eat. And then my back, start, my back started hurting. So when I moved here, I talked about this in the last podcast episode about how I, three years ago, shortly before I drove here, I fell out of a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it damaged my back. And then I just kept re-injuring it for months. By like slipping on ice once I moved to Colorado. Anyway, I started like feeling a, a twinge in that exact same area. Like as we were moving out just from like li heavy lifting and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, am I going to perform this three day drive with the exact same injury that I came here with that I haven't experienced since? Is this for real? <laughs> uh, but it ended up resolving, so... I kind of, I told Sarah, like, don't lift anything else. Just tell me to lift everything <laughs> from now on and you won't get hurt. Yeah. She kind of listened. Yeah, I did. Okay, so what happened Thursday? Thursday morning, we're supposed to just <laughs> put the bed in, finish the up, clean in. up, get out of there. Yeah, so we're trying to get out of there by noon at the latest, but we're really aiming for 10 a.m. I think Thursday might have been one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, this well, from a man who has undergone a pacemaker implant three uh, times and uh, chemotherapy. <laughs> yep. And this is one of the worst days of my okay. life. I once told my sister Lauren that having allergies was worse than having cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think that's true, but allergies are pretty annoying. Well, then your form of cancer. Yeah. Right. It, it's not the cancer. It's the treatment. Right. You know? Like, right. having cancer by itself... Psychologically terrifying. Right. But, like, if you're in the early stages of cancer, you don't feel anything. So, as far as the nuisance of of allergies... <laughs> you're saying the nuisance of allergies is worse than the nuisance of treatment that you got for your specific... Yes. ...condition. Which, okay. Which I was told was extremely hardcore compared to some. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? I think the reasons because the treatment for Hodgkin's lymphoma, which I had, was they do it over the course of like four months and that's it. So it's like basically nonstop for four months. Okay. Where some treatments are like three years long. Oh. But it's like you do a little like every month for okay. three years. Whereas I had that like stuffed into four months. Huh. So it's like extremely intense for a shorter amount of time. Okay. But it works, which is, you know. <laughs> right. All this uh, because we were talking about how it was the worst day of your life. Right. This move. I, it actually, it obviously wasn't the worst day of my life, but it was, it was so bad. It just <laughs> kept going and like we couldn't make a dent in what we were trying to do. There was just so much shit in every room. So we get to this point where we just start throwing things away, right? So we, we are fully... We believe that we just need to get everything in the house into our cars at this point. Turns out we have two cars, not eight. Yeah, and we just we're just throwing things away. We had tried to save like I, I we had gotten rid of most of our food by that point because we were just not buying new things and just trying to use up what we had. But um, we're just throwing away all of the few food items that we're trying to save. Um, I mean, I wish I could have found a way to donate it, but we did donate a lot of food, but, uh, ew, this was all the open stuff. Yeah. So, let's, I just want to reiterate, we donated a lot of food and a lot of stuff so to Goodwill stuff. Yeah. and we still at some, cause at some point our cars were almost full and right. we had so much stuff and we were like, we can't empty our cars and bring more stuff to Goodwill. So I like dump all this, the contents of this one box into a different box and I'm like, okay, we got to ship this to ourselves so I ran to the postal service while I'm like throwing out food items and like and sent a $57 box of clothes and hangers to <laughs> our new house. Yeah. Wow. What a nightmare. So what ended up happening is it got so late in the day where it was like, if I, we I was trying now. Yeah. I was trying to leave at one o'clock at the latest, but when it was like 10, 11 o'clock, I was like, all right, if we get out, oh, if we get out of here at one o'clock, we won't be driving in dark because it's a six-hour drive. And we didn't have that much visibility through our mirrors because our cars were so full. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really want to be like having to navigate any sort of traffic yeah. in the darkness. So and it's actually funny now that we did the drive because I'm like, it's not a six-hour drive. It's much more than that because our cars were full. Sarah doesn't like going that fast. So we drove a little slower than the speed limit and we, we ended up bumping it up but yeah and you end up stopping obviously because you have to pee and eat and whatnot and it's mm -hmm. not a six-hour drive it turns into much longer than that yeah so 
it's just it got to like 2 30 3 p.m and we were like what do we do what because we, we had do? already booked our hotels we had planned to do it over three days it's funny because we were going to originally do it over two days mm-hmm. and now imagine if we had attempted to do this over two days we would have been on the road for like 10 or 11 hours in a day yeah wow absolutely not <laughs> so we split I was it like, so we were going to stay in green river utah and then um, the following day, Henderson, Nevada, right outside of Vegas. And we're like, great, we have to move our reservations now. And I, like the stereotypically Jewish person that I am, <laughs> went the cheap route and got non-refundable hotel rooms, which I told Sarah, never let me do that ever again <laughs> with anything. Never get non-refundable. No, no, no. It ended up working out fine because we were able to move the second night with it free of charge and then the first night we ended up having to pay a little bit extra well a lot of bit extra <laughs> we had to we had to pay so the hotel room in green river utah where nothing exists was only 100 bucks mm-hmm. and they didn't have any of those rooms available the next day because it's a really small hotel mm-hmm. so they were like well you, we can upgrade you for an extra 100 bucks <laughs> and i was like do it i don't care Right. Because I was like, we can't leave today. We yeah. we have to wait and leave tomorrow. And it's funny because the room they upgraded us to ended up being this weird, very odd comfort in a uh, like king suite, which had... So first off, it had a king bed with a canopy, like a wooden canopy structure. And then there was a large jacuzzi hot tub like with jets that you could like put on timers but the the hot tub was not in the bathroom. It was just like in the room. It was just in the corner of the room <laughs> next to the TV. It was very strange. And I, I sent my family a picture of it. And all my sisters were like, that's disgusting. You're not going to use that, right? And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to use it. I don't, they're like, it's so creepy and disgusting in the middle of the room. And I'm like, it's not like we're staying here with a bunch of our friends. Like, it's just us. I... I it was great. I just don't know who comes through Green Re- So, like, most of our drive for the first two days, at least, was, like, no- there's nothing along the road. Desolate just desert. desert. Yeah. And so, Green River, I was expecting it to be, like, a little more populated because it's, like, I don't know. I just was expecting more. But it was really just one long road with, like, a couple of gas stations some shady motels, like, and then this comfort in. I'm like, I don't know who's stopping through Green River who wants a jacuzzi in the room, who, like, needs this. Do you know what I mean? These amenities. But I guess I kind of skipped ahead in time now. But well, let me just... The population <laughs> of Green River, Utah, as of 2018, is 934. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Not we were checking in at the comfort in, and I was like, we're going upstairs, and I'm like where's this girl like the the front desk girl i'm like where does she live does she drive in here like i don't know because green river is the last stop before um that 106 mile stretch of road or road with no services and no gas so we mentioned in the previous episode so i'm like where are these people live here like i i I think (laughs) it seemed like we went to this taco this taco truck in green river that was that came highly recommended oh my god (laughs) and the other people dining outside there seemed Mm -hmm. to all be like people who were coming there to hike stopping through oh yeah Yeah. and hiking that's what i was so it was like we got to the room and i'm like oh great i'll order food in wow 
at that point, wow. my illusion, my illusions had been uh, shattered because I, I was like, there's no way there's people delivering food here. Right. So I'm like, OK, well, I got to find a, a restaurant and there's nothing there. There's like a Blimpy's subs, which has like a two star rating. And it's attached to a gas station. Yeah. So like all of the restaurants there are just like very poorly rated because I'm a big ratings person. And then there's one place that's like five stars from like hundreds of people. And, and that was the taco truck. It's the taco truck, which is like out. Well, they have a like a store, but because of COVID, they've moved out into a truck and there's an outdoor seating area. So I'm like, great, let's go here. We got pretty delicious burritos. And there was a cat roaming around <laughs> the uh, outdoor seating area. Okay, well, let's let's rewind. Let's rewind a little <laughs> because everyone's probably wondering what the hell happened the, the How night did we were we supposed actually... to leave. Oh, yeah. So what we did was we rebooked the hotel rooms yeah. and then I called my Aunt Fran who lives like 10 minutes from where we lived in Colorado. And I was like, Fran. She was like, hi, hello. Aren't you moving? Shouldn't you be gone? She was like, yeah, aren't you driving? And I was like, here's the thing. And I explained what had happened. And I was like, can we come sleep over tonight, please? And she was like, yeah, of course. So we like, we finished everything up. We cleaned the, the hell out of the house and the kitchen. And everything was finally gone we were finally done i had found this like pair of completely unworn shoes that i had bought and they had sent me the wrong size so i I just like am putting it in my donut or my well at this point we did not have time to go to the goodwill because the donation hours were over so i was like oh yeah we couldn't have gone if we wanted i was like i guess i'm throwing these away and eric's like wait i'm gonna give these to our neighbors so uh, our our neighbors at that house it was a mom with her three kids two of which are a 17-year-old and a 22-year-old daughters. Mm-hmm. So I was like, one of them will be able to wear these boots. Yeah. Like, you have a very normal-sized foot, right? Yes. So I'm like, so I'm like, hold on. Someone will take these. <laughs> so I walked over there with the shoes and, like, some random yoga equipment. Yeah. And I was like, Angie, this is really weird, but do you want these shoes? Or do <laughs> either of unworn. your daughter... They have not been worn. Sarah can't return them. You or either of your daughters want these shoes. And she takes the box. She's like, well, let me look at them. Oh my God, I love these. <laughs> She's like, I'll have to put on some thick socks and try to squeeze into these because they're a little big. And I was like, great. What about this <laughs> yoga equipment? She's like, okay, fine. I was like, thank you so much. I know that was really strange. <laughs> So she took all the stuff. We finally cleaned the house. We left. We got to my Aunt Fran's at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we had left. We would have gotten to, to Utah at like 2 in the morning. Well, we would have had to, to, to like leave at a reasonable hour. We would have had to just leave it in, a, leave the house in a dirtier state and be like, sorry, Bob and Sue, like just take money, take more out of our security deposit. Right. <laughs> we couldn't do that. So that's what happened the next morning. Well, we, we went to my Aunt Fran's house. Wait, can... Okay, you no, finish no, yeah, that? you Because, like, just on the topic of neighbors, I wanted to talk about the neighbor that we met before we met. Ah, Vicky. <laughs> so we've only met, like... So, okay, so we have that neighbor that Eric just talked about who we met on the first day that we moved in because we borrowed, like, some tools from her. And then all the other neighbors in the area, we've, like said like hi to in passing while we were like running or something but we've never like officially introduced ourselves to any of them 
And then like for some reason, because we're moving out and there's a pod in our driveway, our across the street neighbor decides now is the time to not only introduce herself to us, but talk to us in our driveway while we're moving for, for an hour. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. She introduced herself as Vicky. Vicky mm-hmm. is a very nice woman. She is. It was very pleasant to meet her. <laughs> She's funny. She's one of those people that like, I was like, do you like Trump? I can't tell. <laughs> and then she like started railing him and I was like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, she's like, she's hip. And uh, yeah, she was, she was really great. We got to pawn off some cookies on her. I was like, this is really random, but do you want some cookies i mean i didn't want to explain like sarah made a batch of cookies <laughs> for a product endorsement mm-hmm. but i was like cause it must have seemed so strange because i was like we're super busy trying to move but sarah had time to bake cookies that we don't want to eat <laughs> <laughs> so she was really great but she talked to us for just a little too long and, and then really she threw came, a wrench in our day she came back so like she leaves we're like, okay, let's take a little lunch break. I make like a really good quesadilla because all we Ooh, have yeah. at this point is like, I was working with Daya, the vegan cheese company, and they had sent us just like 10 bags of vegan cheese. And I have like a little bit of vegan chicken and some tortillas from That's burritos. That's like all we had. Do from me- the Crunchwrap video. Do you remember when you were trying to ask me where are the tortillas, but your brain was so fried, you were like... Where are the quesadillas? I mean, the burritos. <laughs> I mean, the tacos. I mean, uh, the tortillas. I don't you remember could not that. remember what it was called. I don't remember that at all. Horrifying. So I'm like making this dope ass quesadilla. <laughs> and then I see this lady because our kitchen, the uh, big kitchen window faces the street. So we can see like anytime someone's coming to like try to sell me something or convert me to Mormonism, I can see them approaching and it's I can It's usually hide. the latter. <laughs> But Vicky had been telling us about how she works or volunteers at a a bunny rescue. Mm-hmm. So we see Vicky walking back up with a bunny. And well, I didn't see a bunny, but Sarah <laughs> goes, uh, "Babe, v- Vicky's back." And I'm like, "Okay." So I open the door, and she's wearing a mask, and I'm, I'm like, "Okay, okay, good," because it's always when because of coronavirus, it's very awkward when someone knocks on your door. You're like, "I'll open it," but can you just like take a few steps back first? <laughs> And she's holding a bunny. And she's like, oh, I just wanted to introduce you to Jacob. This is, this is my new 14-year-old bunny that she, that she rescued. He's, he's not in good Decrepit. condition. <laughs> it was like the whole, the whole thing would have been very nice if we weren't so stressed. Yeah. And busy. Yeah. But it was just fascinating. This bunny was coked out on painkillers. Oh, yeah. What was wrong with it? He was not moving at all. He really... His nose was moving a little bit. Like but twitching mildly? Yeah, he had some sort of condition, so she had just given him some painkillers. And then someone made a joke like, oh, I wish I could have some of those. <laughs> I don't... It was all very confusing. It seems like a fever dream at this point, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It does, right? Um. Okay, so we get to Fran's house. This is Aunt Fran and Uncle Barry. We and to- also... <laughs> this is the aunt and uncle that eric stayed with for a couple weeks when he moved to colorado so his Four dad eric's ago. dad was saying like oh it's all full circle and then my mom texted me right after my dad and said oh it's like everything's coming full circle and i was like you both texted me the same thing at the same time <laughs> you shouldn't have gotten divorced that's a whole other episode 
um, yeah, so then we we ordered food from our our favorite local restaurant. We got like a bunch of sushi and noodles and rice and fried tofu. And so, so good. My aunt friend and Uncle Barry, uh, two two years ago maybe moved from the house they raised my cousins in, and they moved closer to my grandparents, closer to us, and they just moved into like a nice like newly built house it's like it's like a house in like a newly built community kind of so they have like this nice finished basement with the guest room and like there's a whole nother living room down there and i kind of felt bad because like it was our last day in colorado and i was like oh we're staying with fran and barry we should like hang out with them upstairs but we were like we were so tired we're gonna order food and just stay in the basement by ourselves watching watching um, reality television what's what's the show we started married at first sight married at first sight Oh which started out really good but it's kind of stressful now we, we have to keep watching some of it i gotta I mean, see what happens the premise is exactly as it sound it's just like these random people who they go in they answer this really long survey about like all of their preferences and values and such and psychologists and marriage ex marriage experts relationship experts try to match them with someone and so they from the entire like applicant pool they pick what is it? Four couples? They usually do four, yeah. Four couples who get married on the day they meet. <laughs> and then after, what is it, a two-month period, three-month period? Eight weeks, yeah. They have decision day and they decide, are you going to get married? Are you going to stay together? Or, sorry, so, are you going to split up? We started watching this because I was listening to Rhett and Link's podcast, Ear Biscuits, which I talk about quite a lot. It's by far my favorite podcast I listen to. And Rhett talks about how him and his wife like they watch like trashy reality tv together like the kardashians and like <laughs> 90 day fiance just like i haven't watched them but i hear they're trashy and he was like you know i was expecting the show to also be trashy but it, it, it to him it didn't seem like the the people on the show were on the show just to try and get famous like they were taking the marriages seriously and really trying to make them work because they wanted to be married. And I think that's true for... Some of them. Maybe half the people on it. Yeah. There are a few people who I'm like, are you just doing this for attention? But, like, there's this one couple who... You can just tell, like, they're really... They're both really serious about it. Yeah. Deanna and Greg. And it's funny, because initially, like, the, that was the couple that did not interest me, because they were both, like, kind of... Well, the guy was really shy, and the girl was, like, very kind of, like... Catty? I don't know. Yeah. They like, both had different like walls up kind yeah, of protecting but, themselves. Yeah. But they've gotten a lot more comfortable and like affectionate with each other. And now I'm like rooting for them. But anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's what we spent our uh, last night in Colorado watching. We went to sleep, woke up and we were like, oh, if if we had tried to leave yesterday, we would have died. We would have like absolutely gotten to a car accident and it was just too late and we were too tired yeah so luckily everything worked out we drove through the mountains of colorado uh got some food went to green river had the whole jacuzzi burrito experience <laughs> and then okay now we're now we're caught up yeah <laughs> okay then the next day we drove out to las vegas mm -hmm. which was by far the easiest drive oh yeah did i tell you I stepped in dog poop on our first stop that day. No. Wait, what was our first stop? Carl's Jr. in Salina, Utah. Oh, okay. So we, we, we parked outside this Carl's Jr. slash gas station as things things are 
on your road trips, right? Everything's a restaurant and also a gas station. <laughs> and we we kept trying to park like where less cars were because our cars were stuffed and Sarah was worried about backing out of spots without really being able to use her rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. So we we're trying to park away from the majority of people so it would be less congested. So we parked over like by the lawn and we got a vegan burger from Carl's Jr. They have Beyond Burgers. And we're like, okay, let's, let's, let's go. Let me throw this trash away. So I walked on the lawn to throw the trash away <laughs> and I stepped in dog poop. No, I'm shocked you didn't tell me that. I didn't tell you. I didn't want to stress you out any further. Okay. Um, but it was, it seemed, this is so disgusting. It seemed to be old dog poop that was re-moisturized by the sprinkler <laughs> system earlier that morning. Because I was like, oh, shit, I stepped in dog poop. With like my new, my brand new sneakers. Okay. So, but I was like, it doesn't smell. So I think it was old and the smell had worn off. And I took a, a Clorox wipe and I like scraped it out of my shoe. <laughs> was just, you were in the bathroom and this is happening. It was disgusting. Oh my God. Um, and then it was, it was, it was fine. I'm I'm happy to hear it. But it was it was for a second I thought I was going to have a really bad rest of the dr- the drive. <laughs> Turned out to be fine. Okay. So, did anything else happen on the way from there to to uh to Las Vegas? I don't think it did. <laughs> You're resting the microphone on your face. I'm exhausted. I just took a nap too before uh well, a little while before we What have we done today? Is okay? that champagne hitting you? It is. You drank like four fluid ounces of champagne. Just like a little bit. And I haven't been drinking at all. Oh, that's another thing. We had um, given away most of our alcohol collection. Right. Because that's another one of those things. We're like, oh, we're adult humans. Let's get a wooden bar and like populate it with alcohol. And we can make cocktails for our friends when we're entertaining. It turns out we don't want to have our fucking friends <laughs> over ever. No. So we mo- we gave away most of it. But. Uh, we were like, oh, let's keep the tequila. We have a little bit of tequila left and uh, a little bit of margarita mix and some Malibu. We can make some coconut margaritas and like enjoy those before we move out. Nope. No, we didn't have time. We ended up, did we throw it out? It was like an hour before we were done. I was like double checking all the cabinets and drawers and I opened up a cabinet and they were just like, there's margarita mix, Malibu and tequila. <laughs> And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, babe. She's like, throw it out. Yeah. So I, I mean, they, they were all like a quarter full. I mean, bottles, we just, but. I just don't drink, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm past that phase. All we do is mushrooms. I haven't even done those in a while. Oh, so on the way on the, oh across God. the border to Utah, we get this, you know, we have our maps open. This it is goes, on the first, the first day. Hey, welcome to Utah. And then Eric buzzes me shortly after on the uh, walkie-talkie. The walkie-talkie. He's like, did you see that sign? There's a drug checkpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare to stop. I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, no, I didn't see that. I'm like, babe, it was a big <laughs> flashing orange sign. How did you not see it? <laughs> like, I was just taking a snooze, you know? <laughs> What can I say? Classic. I'm um, like, uh, one of us has shrooms. I don't know which one of us that is. You you had the you had the the shrooms, and I had the uh, the jars of which in which shrooms are growing. <laughs> okay. In my car, I'm like, great. We're about to be apprehended and uh, punished by the law. <laughs> the law is about to win, um, but we didn't end up stopping. I think they were. It's a scare tactic. I think they were probably looking for weed because it was. The Colorado and Utah border. Right. So, but there was no drug checkpoint. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. And then, okay, so the next night we get to Vegas. We fight. We fight? I I wanted to order food like immediately. Oh, I'm having a mental breakdown at this point. Uh, right, right. Because, <laughs> okay, here's another thing. My car doesn't have cruise control. Okay, so I don't want to stop to pee. So I'm dehydrated. Can, can we just say it's a 2014 like beautiful new car. <laughs> I mean, it's new in my eyes. My car is six years older than that. And it doesn't have cruise control. I don't know why. As it is, I'm very short and it's hard for me to reach things. So my right leg is just busted. <laughs> just from pressing the gas and the brake? Just from, yeah. I don't um, know how you, how you held the gas down for a 16 and a half hour road I don't, trip. Uh, you know, I don't either. <laughs> if I didn't have cruise control, I would have just, I would have just tossed my car in a ditch and jumped in a plane. <laughs> Yeah, so my leg really hurts, which is weird because you don't really expect that just pushing the gas for that long is going to do anything to you, but it really does. I feel like my other leg's going to go to sleep because I'm dehydrated. I'm worried I'm going to get a blood clot or something because we're every time we stop, we're like going pee and then leaving. We're not walking around. Uh, <laughs> I've just been mildly <laughs> giggling this whole time. So uh, I'm... I just wanted to go to sleep forever. <laughs> and uh, Eric's like wanting to order food. I was so hungry. But like, it's, uh, it's you know, it's a long story, but. <laughs> I don't even know what the story is. Okay. The story is that we were trying to order from a specific vegan restaurant. And you could order three ways. This <laughs> you could order through their website, their online ordering portal. It was on Grubhub and, and it was DoorDash. on DoorDash. And, and all three <laughs> all three ordering uh mechanisms showed different menus. And each menu lacked one of the things we wanted. <laughs> we wanted to order three things and one of them was missing. A different thing was missing from each menu. It made no sense. And I was just getting really I was like I don't need to eat. It was like, well, this menu doesn't have the buffalo wings. This menu doesn't have this fried rice dish. And this third menu doesn't have this noodle dish we wanted. So what do we do? We can't order from either or all, any three of them or else we're going to miss one dish we want to eat. We could have called them and gone to pick it up. But again, we really did not want to keep driving. And our cars were so full that we couldn't sit in them at the same time. So we, one of us would have to stay at the hotel or we'd take two separate cars. When we would stop to like eat a snack, like when we got the Beyond Famous Star that morning... Carl's Jr. I'm like, I'm sitting in Eric's passenger seat with like three boxes on top <laughs> on top of me. Just like a bag of Clorox wipes on top of your lap while you're trying to eat. Uh. This whole, I can see in logic while we're recording this, I can just see how our waveforms are broken up by us laughing while we're trying to speak. So we eventually showered and got food in Vegas and we watched like, Survivor. We definitely didn't get greasy sauce all over <laughs> the bed sheets. <laughs> the pristine white sheets. Oh, we walked over the, across the street to uh, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Got some of their chocolate coconut ice cream, which is so good. Oh my God, it's amazing. If you're, so even good. if you're not vegan, even though I know you are if you're listening, <laughs> probably. 
Um, <laughs> go get it. It's good. Yeah, and it's funny because we didn't have a freezer at the um, at the hotel room, so we just like popped it in the fridge overnight. We're like, we were like oh, yeah, it's gonna be melted in the morning, whatever. But it it it. I think because coconut milk it, at room temperature is solid, so if it's just in the fridge, it was like it, it wasn't was a frozen. Mousse. But it was like a cold mousse. It was like very delicious. Actually, was amazing. Let's go get some more. I'm absolutely down. I could smash that. <sighs> okay, so we wake up the next day. Now it's uh, what day is it? Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Okay, you keep talking. I have to pee. Really? The champagne. Okay. You know, it's really working. It's way through my so system. So little of the champagne. <laughs> okay, so Sunday morning, we wake up in Vegas. We go. There's a coffee shop like next to the Trader Joe's across the street from the hotel. We go there. We get a vegan chocolate chip cookie. We get some lattes. I pop into Trader Joe's, get a bottle of water for the ride. And that drive was just... it. Okay, as a non-Californian, I've heard that California traffic is the worst, right? And I'm like, I've heard it takes like two hours to get from one side of LA to the other just because the traffic is a nightmare. But we're driving through like like the uh is the is boondock the right word like the boondocks of california like outside of vegas into california it's just all barren desert now i'm like oh there's not gonna be traffic out here there was traffic everywhere we were literally in the middle of nowhere in western or eastern california and there was traffic it was absolute garbage garbage yeah, it was the worst day of driving for sure. And like when we stopped, we wanted to use the restroom, but all of because of I guess like California is really on top of its COVID response, uh, I guess, at least parts of it, because all the bathrooms are closed in all of the fast food joints and such. So we're like driving around. We end up paying uh, a quarter to use a bathroom at a gas station outside. Mm-hmm. It's like an outhouse, basically. It's like 103 degrees there victorville <sighs> yeah well, yeah it was so fresh like i stopped at a del taco bathrooms are closed taco bell bathrooms are closed two starbucks bathrooms are closed mm-hmm. and i'm mm-hmm. like what <laughs> if you're gonna let people in why can't you let them use the bathroom i don't get it yeah so we're just <sighs> i don't know we make it out of there we get to san diego at, at some point and uh what do we do that night we got thai food the first night mm-hmm. oh we've only been here two nights huh yeah and we've gotten wow. Thai food from the same restaurant both nights. Yeah. I mean, there's so much more food to to eat here. We found a smoothie bowl place. I want to keep trying new ones, though. When we can. <laughs> Is there anything else exciting happen on the trip? <sighs> the Target experience in Temecula? What about it? We were starving, and we, like... We were hungry, but we didn't want to say, oh, well, let's just wait till we get to San Diego. We're only an hour away. Mm-hmm. And then we'll like order food right away. We're like, we don't want to be rushed. But also it was like, we're moving in with my mom and sister. I was like, this is literally our only, our last experience being alone, like for a while. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's just take our time. Went to Target, had a little bone session in the bath. In the bathroom. In the home decor <laughs> section. Uh, absolutely not. 
Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, so we like got we we got some food to snack on. We got the champagne that we're currently drinking. Now listen, of all things, Eric decides to snack on in the car. I needed protein, okay, and they don't have vegan jerky. There. I was like, okay, great. Get some cold cuts. Get some tofurkey slices and some cheese. Instead, Do some roll ups. Instead, I got some refrigerated vegan meatballs and i got uh a little container of bitchin sauce which if you haven't had bitchin sauce it's bitchin do you got the chipotle one Mm -hmm. it's just some mad good dip i don't love it i went i love it i went in the car and i took cold meatballs from the package and dunked them into the sauce and ate them and i was at the same time eating our leftover um chinese food from the day before which had been sitting in my hot, hot car for like eight hours at that point. I was like, babe, listen, I know you're going to judge me for this. I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I just, I need myself a shroom right now. We had bought fried mushrooms. What? General General Tso's mushrooms. (laughs) That was good. But why would I, the person eating cold meatballs with sauce in the car, judge you for eating leftovers? Because it was sitting in a hot car. (laughs) They weren't like moldy, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I I didn't check that hard. Should we wrap this podcast up? I, I yeah. Okay. I mean, I think we we really we got everything. encapsulated the. I, I feel like I keep using the word harrowing to describe it what was happened. Harrowing. <laughs> but okay, I just on like a positive note. Even though this entire situation was just like throwing wrench after wrench in our plans. I'm really glad that we were forced to like get rid of so much crap at the last minute because now we're in our new spot and our we we have like divided the pantry space and the cabinet space and the fridge space with um my mom and sister and we just don't have a bunch of shit in there. You know, our pantry side is like just a few sauces and like some pantry like some dry goods like and once, even once our pod gets delivered, like we w- we want to keep getting rid of stuff, you know. And the good thing about our pod and not having too much stuff is that there are like two of our big pieces of furniture. Sarah's mom is like, oh yeah, like those would look good in the main the part of the house. Space, yeah. So like while we live here, we'll be able to keep them mm-hmm. in use in the house. We don't have to like put everything in our bedroom, which is yeah. nice. So I'm just I'm glad that that happened because you know when we moved from our first spot in boulder to our second house uh that we were renting like we we had like that uh, that week of overlap between our leases so eric was at work and i would just be like stuffing my car bringing over everything in kind of like batches and we really did not have to get rid of anything right and we just acquired so much stuff because we were like oh well our first spot is too small it was a two-bedroom um, and I honestly, I think that we could live with that size of space. Oh, everything but the kitchen. Maybe not the kitchen, yeah. Yeah, the kitchen need to be bigger. But if we had a garage in addition to that space, we'd be set. Yeah. I feel like we really have redefined like what we want out of our next living spot. And I feel like when we go and start, well, we were kind of looking at like apartment complexes here. Well, also, we know that we don't really want to rent a house. You know, we don't want to have to deal with the lawn like... We want someone else to... And we don't need a lawn because we don't have a dog. Mm-hmm. And like, we're not going to get a dog, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. We're going to get a cat because cats don't do anything. Yeah, they do. They, they love you when they you. snuggle with you. Well, I know they snuggle they with you. They do care about you. Yeah, but they also care about like 
cleaning they poop in the box <laughs> i loved cats i just i'm obsessed with cats i wanted one for <sighs> we're gonna get a cat and i'm gonna just like children i'm gonna love everyone else's dogs and that's we'll love other people's dogs <laughs> and then maybe later in our life when we have a house and we have the ability to care for it in the way that we'd like to we'll get a dog Mm-hmm. or we could just get like five more cats no i don't i honestly don't think i could have more than one cat i know they say to like that it's good to have two sometimes because really? they'll play with each other mm. they'll keep each other company i would have two cats two dogs i just Oof, that sounds like a lot i feel like the way that i would treat my cat because i'm literally obsessed with cats is like i, I just can't imagine <laughs> loving two cats equally I don't know. I could be wrong. Well, let's get our first cat and then and then oh my God. let some time pass. I was born to be a cat owner. Well, if we have we have to get a boy cat and a girl cat. Yeah, apparently you're not supposed to get two boys. Is that true? Yeah, I guess well, I, it's kind of like um ideally if you have a male dog, you want to get a female dog cuz they do right. you know, they brother sister it up. Yeah. Well, we're going to get our first cat and we're going to name him King Richard. So <laughs> Ricky, should, King Ricky, King Richard. So then we'll have to get a second one, a female that is queen something. Mm-hmm. What would it be? I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to think about I it. I need time. Queen time Esmeralda, for that one. King Richard and Queen Esmeralda. <laughs> you like that? Uh, I can't commit to that right now. All well, right. the thing is, like, Ricky is a cute name, but you can't really shorten Esmeralda. Es- Esmo. Esmeralda. All right, well, we'll have this conversation off air. Yeah, we're going to go uh, pick up a, a candle so that our room can smell like us. How we, what do a you nice want scented to smell candle. Like? Can we get that whiskey and oak one? Sure. Or does, do you not like that? No, we can get that. That's fine. I love that smell. Yeah. Got to yeah. get some soap. We got a double vanity now. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, got to get some hair dye because uh, today I shaved the sides of Eric's head. Well, not shaved. Buzz clipped them down and I'm going to changes hair color up again so we were gonna we we're gonna re-bleach it but we seem to have misplaced the everything bleach. yeah everything it's probably in the pod yeah so thank you so much for listening to this i feel like just as our move out was chaotic this episode was chaotic well just like <laughs> how our move out was about 75 percent of the way and we started hysterically laughing and <laughs> couldn't control ourselves because everything was just nuts right and uh i we didn't really talk about living here but i already love it so much i mean i don't know it feels like again another thing coming full circle because i spent so much time here growing up but i didn't grow up here you know mm-hmm. i just visited my family all the time here and now i like to be here as an adult like living so close to the house where my grandparents lived and where my mom grew up it's like it feels very like um I don't know, it feels like it was meant to be in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. And like I've said, I've always wanted to live in San Diego ever since I visited ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So look at that. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll be doing a lot more videos of like eat all the vegan eats here. I already want to go to a donut shop, <laughs> Donut Panic, which has vegan days, I think. But there's just so many things, so I'm sure we'll have a lot of videos and conversations about all the stuff we do here i can't wait for uh covid restrictions to not be necessary anymore right so we can like go sit down at restaurants and explore but too yeah i'm sure next week will be a sort of um what it's been like for the first week living here 
Right. We get our, get our pod on a couple of days. So we'll unpack everything. Finally start to settle in. Yep. Yep. We'll let you know how it goes. Yep. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Thank you.